Welcome back to the Intervention Podcast. Uh, we are back for episode nine, and I am once again Ethan, joined by my exquisite, debonair, extraordinary co-host Sarah. Hello. How can I? How can I ever say adjectives back? Like you just keep exactly. That's, you just keep beating me. That's crazy. I'm an English literature <laughs> student. I don't think you can ever beat me. This is true. I forgot you are an English literature student, so you're all, <laughs> yes. you're always going to beat me. What can I say? <laughs> but we are happy to announce our guest in the Zoom room today. Woo-woo! All the way from New York City, Mavator! Woo! Hello, everybody. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here, Internet Religion Podcast. Oh my gosh, we're so happy that you made it in and you're here and you're good and you're healthy and it's all good. We're ready to party. Let's party. Woo! Uh, we are so ready to go. So for the people listening out there, uh, Maud is a upcoming singer, songwriter, artist. She has some bops such as Furniture and One More Weekend and the rele- recent release of Walk Backwards. Um so if you haven't heard of her, Maud, tell us a little bit about yourself and who you are. Dang. Okay, cool. Well, I am Maud. Hello. Nice to meet you. Um, I am 21. I uh, uh, live in New York City right now, and I've grown up here mostly for the longest time I've lived here, about 13 years. And I'm currently at Columbia University. I'm in school as well um, and tr- doing both. I've been making some music and it's it's getting bigger and it's pretty fun and I believe in it and I'm hype. So that's how we're here right now. Yes. We are hyped. We are like, like genuinely, we are huge fans. And some of the listeners are like huge fans. I remember we dropped a little teaser and we got messages like, if you have Modulator on your podcast, I do not know what to do with myself. Oh <laughs> so, my we've, so we've been like. That's amazing. I'm so excited. Hello, all of those people who are listening right now. <laughs> Yeah, you have stands, man. Like, we we put out this thing when we first started the podcast of, like, who do you want to hear? Like, who do you want to see? And literally, you were the first name that came up. Hey, And hey. I was like, we need to get her. So when we when I reached out, I was like, we need to make this happen. We need to make wow, it happen. That's beautiful. Well, I, I totally resonate. Or there's, the story of your podcast very much resonates with me and in, in, I... I the internet religion and the connection and friendships that have been built between fans. I like have firsthand witnessed that the past year. Like it's been such a, a defining part of this whole year for me. And it's, I think it's what makes this project special for sure. Yeah. And that, I think that's the thing that we've been seeing a lot with the pandemic is like artists, upcoming artists don't really have gigs or any other way that they can meet people. So the internet is kind of that vessel of how you guys connect with people, but it's working. And I think it's creating a whole other world of the music industry that we like have never yeah. seen before. Oh, true. Couldn't have said it better myself. That's exactly it. I, before when COVID first was about to happen, I, um, was going to play South by Southwest and I was planning to go on tour in the fall or like planning, but, um, and then all of that changed obviously, but I think that I have gotten a 
bigger reach from this alternative reality like than I ever would have from doing shows like and yeah it's been crazy that I all of this has happened kind of without me leaving my room right it's insane it's so crazy and and the star sick EP came out in 2019 right it was like right at the end like right before COVID so there was like did you do any live performances with that EP I did maybe five shows I did a few New York shows it was like um uh, maybe a few more than five. I did. I've always done a bunch of New York shows pretty regularly, like monthly kind of. Um, and I did one Nash show in Nashville and then that was it. Yeah. I, I did a few shows in LA this summer before. I've always just pra- been practicing performing, but never like a real rollout type of tour ever. Yeah. So we'll see. Well, it's going to happen. I, I have good vibes that good things are on the way. I think things will be turning around for us American folks. I, so. I think so. I agree. I agree. And now it's really different because, sorry, you haven't even asked a question yet. And I'm looking <laughs> into responses. Um, no. But it's inspiring to hear what the podcast is about because it feels so exactly like what's going on here. Like, um, But yeah, I now when tours do come back, like now I know who might listener is like I'm literally going to see specific people in each city and like I and like we love each other like it's just gonna be such a different energy than I could have ever expected playing to rooms that of people that don't know me like if I was opening for someone so it's been a mixed blessing but yeah we'll see I mean yeah it's cool Ah! (laughs) (laughs) like there's just been so much time to get to know people that like we like you would never even have thought to meet and like genuine connections are being formed it's mm-hmm. it, it, it's insane it's literally insane damn yeah you guys know what's up <laughs> i think we're gonna have yeah. we're gonna have some great conversations because like you get it we all get it totally we're living through get it. it wow let's go <laughs> yeah uh, i think a lot of artists have this really professional approach. Well, something I love is you do not take your social media seriously at all. <laughs> and it's genuinely just so fun to watch and engage with. Oh, wait, I'm so glad. Yes. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I totally. I mean, I've always, I feel like that kind of preceded me putting out music to begin with like I have always just found I've always just been a kind of troll vibe person in my internet presence like just even in like early high school I would just I would just post things that would make other the grades the people in the grades above me be like what did she just post like just to fuck with them like and and I once posted like 10 grid posts in a row of different socks in mine. They're like, oh my God, what is she doing? Like, and, and I, that's, that doesn't seem like it relates, but it totally does because I don't, it's just, I love the unexpected. Now I feel like I'm using my Instagram to force people to be unexpectedly vulnerable way too suddenly. Like you're like, oh, selfie, food pick, and do you believe in God? Like that's like, and that's my whole freaking mission just to like, have those walls come 
down in the most unexpected places and like no it's the freaking super fruit anthem i'm so sick of small talk i'm really fucking scared to die getting people tricking people into screaming that in a room like that's i i that's part of this whole thing and so i love using social media like that and all my fans get it too like they're also trolls like like they all they're just also in on the joke and i'm yeah i love them <laughs> it's a bit like uh, I, Sarah knows I'm the same I just use social media to troll everyone <laughs> all the time <laughs> that's all it is we can't take Literally. it seriously yeah I'm so with you mm. my favourite was I remember you did it you got people to send the crush and then you posted it and tagged them <laughs> I said it to Sarah like Damn. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Except thousands of people responded with their questions, and I could not tag everyone, so I just stopped after like twenty-five people. But I need to find a better way for them to to meet. For I used to do it that more often, but now it's even more people. But I'll, I'll find a way to make that really expose them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, what am I saying? Yeah, I, I believe it. I love it. <laughs> it's great because you are being so like vulnerable and active with your followers and i think that's like what attracts people to you is like you're just a normal person and like you're so real and like having those conversations with people is like what gets them interested and i think that's absolutely amazing and i think you're doing everything you need to be doing to collect those fans and get them in thank you bro thank you i'm uh, thank you it feels it, it it's like an unexpectedly huge friendship in my life this like this dialogue between me and the void of everyone who listens like but it's a friendship i get a lot out of like i really feel close to these people like for sure it feels really real for me too so when did that start when did you start seeing people like really show up and like wanting to interact with you in that sense Honestly, it's, I do think it's always been the tone on, on my Instagram always, but I, um, I guess maybe a year, uh, 14 months ago, um, I noticed a shift suddenly of like, oh, wait, a lot of people are listening or, or, and, but then kind of a year from today, like was when I, I don't know I posted some TikToks and then like suddenly a bunch more people and I was just like oh wait this is my voice on this app or, or on Instagram and like I don't know it never felt like a shift I feel like I've not haven't really changed what I'm doing but I do I, I think a year from about now ago a group group chat started to be formed like in a more serious way with tons of people and and friendships people started becoming friends like that and and you're right that that's like a really a marker of when it's starting to grow gotcha i didn't know you had a group chat where did the group chat start was that like an instagram thing oh it started there's bun tons of little ones on instagram now but i guess it started on group me a, a year ago and now it's on and it had about 200 people on it and now it's on disc there's like a thousand people in it and it's literally my phone right now is straight discord notifs always i have the notifications on which is crazy okay my phone's freaking glitching okay now <laughs> but um it's i i yeah i yeah it's on discord now mm -hmm. 
That's crazy. Cause like, that's where me and Ethan met was on a group chat for the artist baby queen. So wow. these group chats really seem to be like, and, and discord as well. The last artist we had on here just talked about her discord chat. And it's like crazy that like these platforms are now like literally starting fan base group mm -hmm. chats that are like creating relationships. That's yes. insane. I know it's literally crazy. Like, and just like you guys, there's so many friendships that have started like these and they're my friends too. Like there's like a couple groups of 15, 20 ish people in some subgroups. And I know every single person in it. And I'm like, Hey guys, what's up? Like, and, and they, and two people just met for the first time and they like were freaking out, sending me pictures. Like it happened a few times, two people started dating, like all these Korean, so many relationships started. Like it's, it, yeah. Also from the crush things, like getting people to tell each other and using my music somehow to so many relationships have started from it. But I, um, yeah, it, it is beautiful. It's really, crazy it's beautiful <laughs> something that i bring up every every episode so if you're listening this is now a drinking game so many times <laughs> this. but baby queen she said and it really stuck with me like you can picture how a career is going to go and how it's going uh, like, to come out but you can never predict the people it'll affect the people you'll meet and how it'll really do stuff and i think that's an example like yeah. you can predict how the music comes out but you'll never predict just how it'll change people oh that's beautiful <laughs> damn so true oh damn we're all gonna start crying because we're all gonna be emailing <laughs> about our group yeah. chats <laughs> so true so oh my true. goodness I, yeah, I think it's fascinating with the group chat thing. I didn't know you had a Discord and all that stuff, but like thousands of people, like that's insane. Like I feel like you are definitely a a, a good example of like an overnight kind of sensation of like, I feel like I've kind of watched you grow. Like I've definitely like haven't been, I haven't been in these group chats obviously, but like watching you on, even on Instagram, getting the amount of likes and just people taking to you. Like what do you think gets people so involved in, in your kind of fandom? Yeah. Um, hmm. I mean, I, I, I think it, I, I'm glad that I think a lot of it is literally because of the music. Like I do think it's deep. It's a lot of details about my actual life and my, the purpose, I, the way I approach writing too is adding, is having the overly lyrical details and like, sharing too much and like and I and it's also I mean like when I started writing like my method was to make the catchiest song like I was like oh this is a craft oh this is like you there's an objectively catchier melody and um so and I have no shame in the accessibility of an earworm type of hook or an earworm melody like and so I I and I, I think pop is like a filter you put on any genre of music. The strokes are using pop like to be catchy. Like so every genre uses this accessibility. Like and um yeah, so I I I I think it's it's catchy. <laughs> a little I think it's a little catchy. And um I think the words are fully like I make sure they are hurting me, like to in order for them to be there. I my threshold for a song I'll put out is 
really like only if it's a song that I needed to exist and it needed to come out of me like that's the only way I will stay inspired and that's what I used music for and I don't so I, I think it's you're really seeing like how I've gotten through my life with using literally these songs and only these songs and I and so I think when people need to get through it it's like the, I promise I promise it is written for that and that's I don't need to say anything else to them yeah Mm. that's yeah no i can i can hear i mean obviously they're earworms like we were freaking bopping in here before you came into the zoom room we me and ethan were popping off to one more weekend but i also think like with the pandemic a lot of these artists that have come out of this kind of era of like this new pop it's so much more vulnerable than it was before and i don't know if that's just because we've been like secluded and like had a lot of more time with our thoughts but like what is what is the thought like the songwriting process for you in this kind of time has it changed yeah, that's interesting. I'm very excited to hear the music that comes out of this. I do think we do live on a bit of a delay and it's going to take a second for the songs. Like all, almost every song I've released has been a pre-pandemic song, except Block Your Number, which you can hear the pandemicness in all of it. But um, so that's that. But I, um, I, 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 I haven't, rec- I haven't been in a, real recording session since COVID and I have missed that so much and I've written a lot of stuff and now I'm going into now the next time I'm doing sessions hopefully in the summer like you know quarantine testing then do it um with a a one person I haven't been on a plane so uh, you know all that but I, I would go to California maybe who knows um but I have a list of 20, 30 songs I've written in the past year, isolated, and I am so excited to build it out. Like, I, I am fiending to fucking make all of them. Like, I, I, but, and I'm excited to have this backlog. That's how I write best and work best, like, to bring in things that are done. And now I have a vision for this next wave of things, and I am so excited to finally record it, but it hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to hear them because it feels like <laughs> with every release it gets that little bit more refined that oh walk I'm backwards so and then when I heard that I was oh. like oh and you recently just re- uh, finished or finalizing recording the video for walk backwards how's that going oh just finished it I'm so excited I honestly <laughs> screamed the entire time watching it like just belligerently screaming like I and I'm so excited I'm very proud of it we spent a lot of days filming it four days of filming and you can see how there's 10 outfits in it fully 10 separate outfits I'm so happy it's I'm really excited to share it with everyone yeah it's my best video yet I think for sure yeah definitely you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Did internet religion walk backwards music video coming soon? <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. I love that. Like you kind of, I mean, obviously you're in college, um, but like, it seems like you really incorporate your friends in almost like all of your projects and stuff like that. How is that like working with your real life friends to create this, this stuff? Yeah, I, um, I think that's been a wonderful blessing of doing both of these things at once. And like, I'm so glad that I'm have both 
my music world and my college world because my friends have been so supportive. They've shot almost every cover and every music video and they've come with me back in the old world. They came with me to all my shows. Um, the first rows of the shows would always be them and they, like lit and and they come to Vassar with me, Wesleyan and NYU. And like, and, and I am so, I mean, I think the artist life is kind of a lonely life. And I'm so glad that I have not felt that yet. Like I, I feel they, they are so up to date with where I'm at and they're so invested. Come help me make all my TikToks. It's such a blessing. And I, I I'm sure I'm, I'm, I don't think it'll last forever because everyone's lives go in different paths. So I'm just in join it while it's still like this DIY feeling and it's just us low-key so yeah I'm, I'm grateful for it right now that's amazing and you can definitely get that vibe of kind of like you said like DIY like it's you and your friends are what are creating this mod tour magic right now but I would say hold on to it as long as you can for sure and like who knows maybe these people will want to stick around and be a part of the mod tour team in the future I would recommend okay. that's, that's a good vibe to have yes. Feed your friends for sure. Feed your friends. Yes, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Speaking of though, like potentially going in the future, I know you've recently been talking about labels and the potential mm-hmm. of expanding in that direction. How's that been going? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely been a change in the past month in just level of busyness. Like it's been easy to keep up school and music. I've had a good system with it for this past three years, and now it is definitely harder to do both and i'm like i cannot believe school is uh, usually i'm like i love both the same i can never compare and now i'm like literally why the fuck am i turning something in i'm like what the hell like that does how does that matter at all but um so it's they're competing a little harder with each other but i that was not the question labels yeah i i i I don't know. I It's funny because I've talked so much about being independent and I kind of didn't realize the effect that that would have on my listenership because I think, and my friend really well said to me yesterday, my roommate who lives in that bunk bed said to me like, but it's interesting because your goal is to do this, not do it yourself. Like I, I'm, it is, there's nothing wrong with having a team like uh, behind it helps the vision. And I feel um, the thing is, I really, I'm so glad I've been independent for the past few years because I was able to go really figure out what my vision was and who I was. And I know now literally more than ever in my entire life who I am and what I want out of music and how I'll be happy as a person doing music. And I seriously know now what I need from this, like to be, to make this fulfilling for my life. And I feel so ready to like level this all up. And like, I've, I'm so glad the frame, the, the, the bedrock of the whole project has so been established. Like it's so strong. And I think that I do kind of feel ready to like have a label, like who's, and who I know they're, their only role is to make my vision come to life and being able to make every decision, you know, like purely to build something that I already have in my head. And so I feel like it could be a time for me to do it. So we shall see what happens. We do not know yet, but it might 
happen. Who knows? We don't but, know. But you know, like like you said, you built it up so much that it's not even like it's not even if they're adding something new. You have the idea. They're oh, just helping you add the f- like the furnishings, the final touches. Exactly, exactly. And I feel like it's ready to. Get, I, I mean, it's just it's crazy being independent. How I am in charge of of partial half directing and co- coordinating the music and distributing music video and merch and all the songs and all the sessions and all the marketing and all the ads and all the and all making all the tiktoks and all the shows and it's just i don't need to be the point person on all those things so it would be so cool to like build this out with a team of people who are experts in international marketing and 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 like know the people and do all the things and so i it feels inspiring it feels like i literally haven't even started yet like i literally haven't even started yet this has always been something i'm doing multitasking two things at once i have never done it 24 7 and so this the idea now which feels different from how i thought of signing a label two years two years ago now the idea of signing to a label would feel like the start of the, the real thing and that just feels so inspiring to me like i really hope i yeah yeah it's so exciting and it's definitely it's gonna happen like there's no way that that's not you're not gonna get to that point so like i can just imagine the excitement of the build-up of like knowing what's coming because you know you're gonna blow up and especially when you have a team of people around you like it can only go up from here that's that's the good part thank you for the positivity i i I, it's crazy to me i i agree thank you and i i i i believe in it and it's crazy because this feeling of belief in all of this like i that sometimes brings me to my knees because i'm like oh how have i believed in this literally since second grade like how have i never stopped believing in this for one second like it is the most powerful thing and i i i it hurts to think about how strong it is and based on nothing like based on faith like and and yeah but who knows join every second who knows (laughs) it's great well taking it back a little bit when did you get started music you just said like this vision has been here forever so tell me a little about your your kind of how you got into it i feel like i guess i officially decided i'm definitely doing this like three weeks ago i was like wait okay it's actually happening shoot okay let's do it ah like i was literally applying to internships like i just stopped applying to them like yesterday um so we'll see maybe i'm still applying to them no okay we'll decide um but uh i um I, I guess I've just always been in choir and it's always, I've always just needed, I, and I'm so glad that I, my vision wasn't like, oh my God, I'm going to be a pop star when I grow up. Like, oh, I've never really thought about that. It's only been because I loved being in choir and I loved harmonizing with my friends. And um, so I was in choir since being little. My mom made me play violin and that's how I got started in choir. I was like, please. <laughs> I want to sing. Um, and uh, I still played violin for 10 years. Okay. Anyway, but I then, and I moved back, I grew I moved to Hong Kong in middle school 
and I love that city so freaking much and moved back to New York in high school. And then I was in an acapella group. Our acapella group was very intense. Like we were pitch perfect vibes, like just like all a click and like winning tournaments around the city and like doing crazy things. And um, we, and my friend group was all from there and we would just every week and harmonize and build melodies and medleys and, and um, like we would go to, elderly homes and sing and hospitals and sing and busk on the subways and just like we just were nerds music nerds and um and in that time i started writing my own songs like oh man a personalized song that sounds perfect about exactly what i'm going through oh my god then and so i started doing that and then i would book little shows just like at random pubs at like just a couple and i like that sometimes 10 people were in the audience and sometimes 40 people i'd get by everyone i knew and um yeah and so it kind of started growing through word of mouth there high school and then in senior year of high school we for a graduation project we had to think of a project and i was like okay i'll produce one of the songs i've written and that was shoot and run and then i uploaded it to spotify and that was the beginning wow (laughs) (laughs) i know right it's like it's great like you literally did that you did that (laughs) guys i love hanging out with you (laughs) she was like guys i love hanging out with you (laughs) we love hanging out with you this is such a vibe like i it's like sometimes you just like click with people like we're vibing right now i I don't know. Yeah, we are. My favorite part of that was seeing like some people are in it for like, as you said, the pop star thing. But you are in it because you just love it. Fuck yeah! And it's Shoot. so clear when you listen to oh. the, these songs that it's like so personal that it almost becomes like philosophical. If you get me, mm. and it's just mm-hmm. such a oh, it, it's just such a joy to like see and listen to. Ugh, I appreciate that. My gosh. I think I love maybe like you guys too. Like like you guys, I can sense. I just, I think it comes from loving being a person and loving exploring every part of being a person and wanting everyone to explore being a person and like being able to talk about how we're people. And like, and and I think that there's a bigger theme behind all of it that behind bigger than the music part and bigger than the Instagram or any other of my passions, some ultimate type of question that it's all for that uh, but and so i'll see i'm excited for life to see what else we discover it seems really full of beautiful things exactly (laughs) yeah i'm it's it's almost kind kind of creepy how the same i am you know i study religion, philosophy and ethics, geography, English literature. I just love knowing about the world, the people. True! Ethical experience! Yes! Yes. Ethics right now, LOL. (laughs) My favourite is like, think of like situation ethics, utilitarianism, like... Yes, crazy! Crazy shit right there we just did. Now we're going back, we're going to some Aristotle, looking at friendship, looking at virtue, oh. whatever. Literally <laughs> like British that. education right there. Normal yeah, exactly. learning philosophy when you're 15. Wow, that's crazy. Um, yeah, it's like 
people it, it's like crazy how like literally like 17 years old and i still think like okay how am i going to act in accordance with this wow. like i think it just goes beyond doing what i want to like like i do what i want to do but i shape it in a way that like i can please myself if you get me damn totally and it's about like even if you ultimately decide go against any of these ethical theories it's like the fact that you're thinking about it and using your autonomy to decide which one to exactly. use and decide how you're it's beautiful I, the unexamined life is not worth living i suppose <laughs> yeah like so some people just want to live life and i'm like no i want to know why life <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> Beautiful. I'm with you. Oh my God. That's what it's all about. Internet religion. <laughs> Dude, you guys are going to be best friends. I like this connection that's happening here. I'm shook. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh my gosh. Everything. You have to take, as you said, it goes beyond that in like your music, the way you can literally force people to subliminally think about this shit, to ask questions. Like, yes, some people can be like, oh, well, this is a love song, but then it goes beyond. Like, what is love? What is this? (laughs) I get it. I get it. My God, my heart exploding. Shoot. But I I believe so many people get it. Like, I feel like all the followers, all the fans, like, really get it. They really are here because they get it. And it's an unexplainable feeling. Or it's, you don't even need to know how to put it into words, but there is some freaking feeling. Like, I like citing ride my bike. My Like, as that model, like, that feeling. Like, it's the starsick feeling. Like, and it's so human and so innate. And, like, I, 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 I am, oh, man worship it worship it it's like beautiful like we a few weeks ago like just got a message out of the blue like oh by the way i just found this podcast i love it and i get it and like the feeling that knowing that just someone is listening to you and they get you literally i like i don't think there's a word to describe when someone just enjoys you and gets you Oh, oh man. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, oh, maybe. Yeah, it's freaking love. It's like, I, it's so crazy. You're so right. And all the songs, I always say this on, on social media that I, all the, it's this project doing this is just makes me feel less lonely. Like that's literally what it is. Knowing that if you hear this music like i'm making it it's my exact taste it's my and if you look come to it and you're like oh my god it's my exact taste then look at our brains and our hearts they must be similarly shaped like it's crazy like it literally is the cure to loneliness like doing this and it's and it's so amazing it's so beautiful it's in it's oh incredible incredible emotional yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting like choked up like hearing this conversation because it is so it goes so much deeper 
than that. You know what I mean? Like what we're talking about is like, it is emotion in the music, but then it's like you meet other people that are the same hearts and minds and, and you aren't lonely. Like, you know, like I feel like this past year has been obviously some of the most lonely times for people, but artists like you who have these communities and have this music, like it's saving people. It really is changing the way we think and changing the way we interact with people. And like, I see it in my own life with like meeting Ethan and meeting the people I have met in the past year. Like it's a crazy time and not everybody can understand it. And that's kind of why I wanted this podcast to be a thing. Cause it's like everybody who's on here gets it. Like we've, we've tapped into it, whether that be through the internet or through like the music, like we get it and we're on the same page and not everybody understands how magical this actually is. Damn. Damn. Beautiful. Found my people right here. Hello, everyone. <laughs> wow. Emotional. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Sorry. Cleanse the air. We're going to we're gonna cleanse the air for a little bit. <laughs> Bring us back down after that. <laughs> okay. So, so far, we have, after, like, post Starsick, we have had just song after song we've had furniture block your number one more weekend walk backwards what do we have in the pipeline that you think is going to be like the next mod thing mm -hmm. crazy question i am up all night every night wondering that as well um i i i do think there's i'm at an inflection point a little bit with whether or not I'll be independent. And if I've, oh, I'm always in a dilemma with some of these demos that are like, not, I, I'm always like, should I only put out this most precious? Exactly. It's exactly what I'm envisioning or these songs that people kind of like, and they're not the ones I care about. Like it, I'm always deliberating between these and I still do not know. Um, and now with the whole independence thing that, 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 um, is also on the table as a factor but I there's I know that some of the things that I've written in the past year are part of a continuous body of work that has been my dream to create since I first started putting out music the, the dream to make an album that is a whole world in itself like those are the people who inspired me like pure heroin walking into a world born to die walking into a world control SZA walking into a world like it's like I just want to make worlds and I I that is definitely my neck the next coming year of goal and I don't know when it'll come out I know I want to earn the listenership that's gonna listen to every syllable and listen to every part of it that I put in and I don't and I have some of them yet but I I know you know a debut album's a special moment and I maybe I'm not ready yet but um I will be working on it behind the scenes yeah it's whatever whatever it is is gonna be fantastic that's that's all I know that's all I know <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah describing it as uh like scissor control born to die pure heroin <laughs> those are the examples that <laughs> oh, you're right i set a pretty high bar with that, <laughs> but i'm i'll stand by it let's go like i agree fuck yes <laughs> no, we, we gotta buckle up for that oh my gosh because i don't know oh. if i'm ready <laughs> oh, I'm ready. I am ready. <laughs> <laughs> 
but like talking about those those albums that you just listed like are those your influences like obviously i can't we can't not be here and not bring up the lord-esque sound that comes out of your music a little bit like is that like who who inspires you to make the music that you make mm-hmm. yeah i mean all those three people that i just mentioned for sure um i think there's other things as well like abba i feel like was very big for me and just these like bangers and these harmonies and like and what the music makes you feel like that was the first album alba gold was the first cd i owned and i was like oh my god this is everything and um gwen stefani was pretty big for me like i and no doubt was the first band i ever fell in love with like and uh, but um them for sure uh, uh i love the strokes die for the strokes that's my dream collab for sure um i i uh love regina specter i love queen i queen i think is big especially where i want to go just in this like kind of theatricalness and this blurring of opera and harmonies and worlds and and magic worlds like that's definitely the direction i'm headed in and um um and freaking Prince just using music as a catharsis and like having the words slip out of your mouth like little like explosions like I uh, all of these things but yes all of those people those are my main people right there yeah the way you <laughs> described it like having that catharsis mm. the like the pathos just mm. ooze out of the song that is what I want <laughs> Like, like every song almost being like a Greek tragedy, the oh. just like the tragic villain, tra- just the downfall, the rise, everything. I, I see it. Oh my God, you see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it hurts. It hurts. Yes, I agree. Mm. So good. Like you have great taste. May I just say, great taste. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, inspiration for the music there uh but i think it was interesting how you, you said like opera and i always bring this up on the podcast too and people are so sick of it so i'm gonna probably cut this out but i actually uh studied opera in school like that was like i was an opera major and oh, like looking at me yeah in college at penn state like it's insane like you look at me and you would not think i sing opera by any means wow. but i i did it for i like 10 years i studied with a professional from new york wow that's crazy and i was like i'm gonna be an opera singer like i'm gonna be at the met and then oh my gosh it honestly like it just became a lot like it was like it's a lot to do like it's like vocal acrobatics like every single fucking day oh, and wow that's crazy i dude i studied opera in high school as well and i stopped and, and i stopped no yeah, way there's some deep cut youtube videos definitely of me doing and all of those guys love the those the book of arias yeah for sure yeah. <laughs> but damn 10 years that's crazy you must have been deep in it wow yeah that's crazy yeah no yeah I was pretty deep in it I started in like middle school and like I'm like 22 now so yeah it was pretty pretty crazy but I, I took a, a different path like halfway through co- school here in college I was just like it's too much like I was like I need to take a step back and now I do music industry stuff so like me and Ethan are kind of your two brain cells you got your music gal and you got your philosophy dude over there <laughs> 
are my two brain cells. <laughs> Wait, that's, that's crazy. But oh my gosh, that's wonderful. And I, I love classical music so much. And I feel like that is the choir part of my life. And like, that is low key what my voice does. Not opera, my voice does best, but head voice is what my voice does best. And like, being a choir girl is my actual true state. Like, I realized a year ago, I was like, and it was such a relief. I was like, oh my God, deep down, I am just a girl auditioning for the solo in choir. That is who I am. That is what I'm doing. And like, <laughs> and I, yeah, damn. It's so, I, I, I feel like I quit because there's so much culture. There's such a, there's such a, um, way of carrying yourself and following the rules in it. And like, uh, that I, I kept rebelling against and I so I I that's why I ended also I wasn't like great I wasn't <laughs> so, <laughs> that <too. laughs> that's crazy that you say that because that's basically the reason why I like walked away from it it was like I had a voice teacher in college here with like no shit on her like she was great but like she basically was like you need to start wearing like dresses and like you need to start carrying yourself in this way and like I would roll up to like these these concerts and I'd have like a pantsuit on and they were like you can't do that like you're a girl like you need to wear a gown and I was like excuse me like there was this culture that I was just not fitting into and it's crazy like they're really set in their ways and they're like you literally can't be in this game if you you don't follow x y and z oh. and i was like i can't do that so i had wow. to get out i'm with you same same i agree wow it's crazy and some people like love love it and there, there's magical people doing opera you know like the like it's such a crazy fields and way of life but it's a way of life and you need to be about it like or or, or there, i'm sure there'll be an opera singer who defies all the norms for sure well, yes to that but like it is it's a it's like a deep culture it's a cultish deep culture for sure it is that's it's crazy that you get it because i rarely meet anyone who's ever even experienced like what that's no, like I know, I know i know it's crazy wow <laughs> wow well maybe we'll get a model tour opera demo one day just just to find the odds just sure. be like fuck that i'm just gonna yes. drop an opera <laughs> single i i promise it will happen one day it really super will i it, <laughs> i do think it is part of my album like i do think it's like there's gonna be elements of it i don't know i'm hyped for the, the when i can make a body of work that i get to really you know cite everything i want to cite in it Oof. well i'm excited i'm ready to go i'm i'm ready for that opera music you always have a fan in me <laughs> yes, i'm so glad i'm so glad <laughs> amazing yes a duet that's 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 a good that's a good idea i got you i still have the pipes i haven't sang in a while but i still got them they don't go away so yeah you should keep practicing you should keep singing just just for fun i know it's like hard in my apartment now like it's like i live with four other people i can't really you know go just sing you know an aria in my bathroom but voice part what voice part are you i was a mezzo soprano yeah I said it. Did I say it? I said it? And now I can hear your mezzo. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, this no. this deep this deep voice is not a soprano, and she's not there. 
It sounds beautiful. No, I can imagine your voice. It sounds lovely. I can hear it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. What voice part were you? In choir Um, and in opera? You, like, it's funny. I went from being a soprano, and I think my truth is that I'm a soprano, but then I discovered I could, and this goes back to the Lord influence, I kind of discovered I could be an alto, and then I started pushing into that. So I don't think I'm naturally actually a mezzo, but I've definitely stepped into that role in my lord influence as well like oh this is so much more fun for me and i don't i'm not a belter for sure when i'm doing pop Mm -hmm. like i'm not i'm not a i can't do i don't know maybe i'm just lacking the confidence but i i and i can get it but i i found my voice when i found that i could croon into a microphone and be an alto and um that is definitely i attest a lot of that to lord and hearing hearing that you could do that with your voice and that's just where the emotion often comes from in for pop for me for sure um but yeah great question <laughs> hell yeah i can hear it. i mean i feel like you have a deeper voice as well like speaking voice so like right. i would i would assume you're an alto but wow. you're, you're a woman of all trades so like exactly, exactly. <laughs> i wanted to be a color torah very badly so i kind of tried to force that to happen for a little and i think it could like i don't know it's definitely there's definitely i feel like i have two distinct voices in classical and and pop and i they don't overlap yeah so that's crazy. interesting i'm excited it's so yeah, interesting. Fun. I love talking opera and like voice stuff with people because like people don't get it. Like people just don't understand. It's such a niche thing that like not everybody has any clue what you're talking about. Like Ethan's over here probably like, what the fuck? What the fuck is that? Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. Oh my gosh, look at us chilling. Oh, yes. <laughs> amazing. Awesome. Ethan, did you have any more questions? I know we were like all over the place. We like we've hit like almost every major point we like wanted to hit, but we've just been like all over the map. I know. It's great. It's great. Are there any? We pretty much put it everything. We pretty much covered it all, actually. Like we were and we didn't go in any specific order, but the conversation Yeah, is this how your podcast normally go? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We like we plan out questions and stuff, but then like it's just kind of we just let it happen, and usually it just flows pretty nicely, so we don't get too yeah. caught up on it. But in the beginning, we we like didn't have questions in the beginning because we were like talking with like fans first before we had like artists come on, and like it, they were our friends, so we'd just be like shooting the shit. But then there got to be a point where we were like, we don't know what to ask you <laughs> anymore. We're running out of questions. But Ethan, who's my philosophy boy, he comes over here and he makes like these huge docs, like literally like a huge Google doc of like everything about the artist. So like we have a whole spreadsheet on you, girly. It's it's yes. a whole thing. Oh my God, yes. That's what I do as well because I'm like, I'm a literature student. So I love breaking stuff down. I'll go through like all the songs, take a paragraph, break it down, see what it means. <laughs> so we're literally wow, a spreadsheet of like song after song where i'm like okay this means this i love this part this means this ask this <laughs> that's literally you don't even understand that is literally what i have said is my dream for someone how to listen to my music like i w- dream like i said of earning the audience that will like annotate it that will do it like i i read my freaking like i read my freaking con shit like who will go and do this for me one day and like i that is the dream yeah so wow that sounds that's me 
sounds beautiful to my ears. Thank you. Yeah, your dream just came true because I'm literally looking at the Google Doc, and for one more weekend, he wrote, I'm obsessed. And then he said, <laughs> citing the likes of Lord and King Princess as influences, she makes pop with a difference, as you can hear on One More Weekend. And then he has quotes, and he literally has, like, in brackets, like, the lyrics. And he has euphoric chorus, is how love feels. It's how the youth feel. It's how the rebuilding of loss feels. It's about loss and love and those things that are closer. I was like, Ethan! <laughs> Exactly. It's literally that. It's literally that. It's literally that. That is literally that. You do. You do. Like that song, the mission of that song is just, it's it's the most euphoric song and it's the most heartbreaking song in the world. And it's so about losing loss and it's so it's so sad it's so heartbreaking to hear it and but I love it's you're so right that it's a trick to get people to another trick you know being a troll it's another (laughs) trick to (laughs) to get to, to acknowledge that these feelings of joy come with loss like and you every nothing lasts forever and it literally must end and it it hurts and it's that's life though it is life and it's fleeting and it's beautiful and it hurts (laughs) exactly like what's the point experiencing emotions when you can understand them like that's what makes emotion when you really understand what Mm. it means and that's what i love with your music i could literally read it and be like i know what she means i know what she wants me to think she means and like as much as those lines are blurred sometimes because I think people want to protect themselves but I love that you are like no this is what I think and this is what I want you to know it means (laughs) you are welcome (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it's beautiful damn this <laughs> this podcast is us just crying. Yeah, <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> oh my god. It's oh, crazy. Wow. I love it. It's amazing. Well oh. we'll slowly wrap it up after all this this emotion that's going on in this Zoom room right now. <laughs> But thank you so, so, so much for coming on here and talking with us today. I hope the listeners had a good time because we for sure had a good time talking yeah, this, this deep stuff. <laughs> this genuinely has been my favorite one to film yet. This wow. has been so much fun. I like, this is my. Same, my favorite podcast ever yet. <laughs> this is what it's about. Like, this, we've never, I've, I mean, we obviously had genuine conversations with other people before, but like, you get it. Like, I feel like this was been in a conversation that is just what we're all about with the internet religion podcast is just all of these emotions so thank you again everybody go stream Maud Latour she's about to take over the world keep your eyes peeled for that walk backwards music video coming soon so true thank you for plugging yes (laughs) love you all so much thank you for listening thank you for inviting me thank you for having me (laughs) you're all welcome our lives together beautiful (laughs) this is amazing thank you thank you so much thank you to all the listeners that have decided to click on this podcast again and give us a listen the future is bright wear a mask we love you all we love you bye Bye, guys bye guys (laughs) this is the reality we live in this is my internet religion